welcome back to Redefined. I'm Faith Brock, and today we're going to be talking about or defining sort of the concept of love and all the different avenues it takes for you to that you can travel down when loving yourself or other people. And I think you know it's I especially because Valentine's Day is tomorrow. I have just an influx of I want to start off by saying I've said this many times on this podcast I can be a little bit of a hater I don't try to be it's it's just what ends up happening but I think as this goes for a ton of people um when it's that sort of valentine's that sort of season of love as people call it people start to go crazy it's not only like people in relationships going crazy but people who are single go crazy and it's it's generally it makes my head hurt because it really does not matter at all even a little bit and I mean obviously it matters to you and love's a beautiful thing but the funniest thing is watching people post their significant others on their Instagram stories or in their feed posts or anywhere or just talk about them and then I'll immediately like click on somebody else's friend the close friend story and they'll they'll go, oh my God, if I see one more Valentine's post, I'm going to rip every hair follicle out of my scalp. I can't do it anymore. And I get it. I've been there. I just stopped caring because, you know, you get to a point where being a hater isn't beneficial. Usually when I'm a hater, there's substance to it. There is a very strong reason. Of course, hating doesn't make me feel good about myself because I don't think I'm better than anyone. Mm, That's not entirely true. But Generally, I don't think those things. I hate things because I think that they deserve to be hated and it's something crazy. But what I've come to sort of learn is that some people generally are just haters all day, every day. Even towards the people that they love and appreciate, they'll look at someone and be like, oh my gosh, you and your significant other are so cute. You guys are so cute together. I love y'all. And then they're texting their other friend, oh my God, I can't stand them. They're, They're horrible. And... It just, it reads as so disingenuous, and it's weird. But I think that during this time, especially if you're single, you should not be obsessed, so obsessed with trying to make it known that you don't care that you have, you, that you're single, that it becomes clear that you're trying too hard, because that is also very obvious and painful to watch. But also, if you do have a significant other, post about them, be done with it. Don't overdo it. Because some people, they definitely overdo it. That's not something I'm going to deny. And so I think that especially with the way society sort of hypes up romantic love in media, in real life, everybody's so obsessed with the idea of soulmates and, you know, stuff like that. It makes it so hard to get through this season, especially, especially if you don't have someone or if you do have someone and you're putting too many expectations on it. And that also makes it harder to practice self-love and platonic love, because for a lot of people, romantic love is the sort of pinnacle of love. It's the only thing that matters. It's the most important kind of love. And I disagree heavily because when you don't love yourself or you don't like yourself even because I struggle with that. There is, it makes it so hard to do anything. So it's really hard to, not that you can't love somebody else when you don't love yourself. I don't like when people say that because then it makes it sound like people aren't deserving of love if they struggle with self-image. But also, 
you have to understand that there's a balance and that also people who don't care about platonic love and only care about their friends if they think that one day they'll be able to date that friend or they're keeping that friend around so that friend can support them in their relationship. It's weird. And obviously you want your friends to support your relationship, but you know what I'm saying? You, they want their friends to take backseat to this person. And I, it's, it can be weird. It can be weird. Cause while I do think that romantic relationships are really important, especially if you want a long lasting one, sometimes they sort of put it on a pedestal and they prioritize it, not even just maybe five, 10% more than anything else. But it's there's this huge gap between where they value their friends and where they value their relationship. And it's really weird and uncomfortable. These are the same people who would drop every single one of their friends for one person and then are upset when them and that person break up and they don't have anyone because they didn't take the time to nurture and care about the platonic relationships in their lives or even how much they love themselves and it just it gets really uncomfortable to watch that I've actually been on the receiving end as somebody's friend who I watched it happen and I'm still watching it happen and it's kind of insane to see how someone who doesn't value their friends can turn on said friends for the sake of a relationship and I don't have any problems with that person or their person that person's partner it's just if anything were to happen to this couple it genuinely would the person I'm talking about would look around and have nobody left in their life because they're cutting people loose just dead flies dropping it's crazy but I think that because we put so much value in romantic relationships over anything else and it's sort of spurred on by this capitalistic ideals how big valentine's day and how much money it brings in and other times of year like anniversaries don't necessarily you don't necessarily have to get gifts i like getting gifts sometimes not every anniversary but people who are the kind of people to get these big extravagant gifts every single month for their significant other and how that sort of that drives the pace of a lot of economic decisions that is another reason why it's such a big deal because you know the government and the economy gets a boost from it they get to make money off of it and then there's society and film and media telling you you know you have a soulmate and that's the only person that you should care about and you should care about making a relationship with that soulmate and you should make all your decisions and choices based on that soulmate it's really damaging especially I think as a kid growing up seeing those things because growing up I have divorced parents so obviously I didn't quite see love the same way that everybody else I love and I think my siblings kind of feel that same way and then there's the media telling you that it's absolutely not normal to have dis- divorced parents your parents are going to be in love forever and if they're not then something's wrong and one of your parents is doing something wrong and you need to fix it and it was jarring because I had seen my parents' relationship and I knew these are two people that are so deeply incompatible. But I also thought, well, if they're actually in love, if they loved each other, why did it not work out? Why does it work like that? And why is there not enough representation of more flawed relationships in media? Or, I don't know, not even necessarily 
broadcasting that, but just making it known that romantic love isn't always perfect and it's not always the number one thing in someone's life. So that's sort of how I've always defined it. And it's not that serious, to be honest. But happy Valentine's Day. This is Redefined, and I'm Faith Brock. Thank you for listening. Thank you.